Concepts from can change your life today. First Chronicles. First Chronicles chapter 4. And I'm going to read two verses. Verse 9. And Jabas was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabaz, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabaz called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Two verses. Verse 9 and verse 10. Look at someone and just ask them this question. Do you want more? No, they didn't hear you, they didn't hear you. Ask them again, ask them again. Do you want more? Our church theme for this year has already been enunciated. There's more in 2024. More than just a slogan, a fact. A fact that must become a factor in our experience. There's more. Notice I've read two verses from the Chronicler. Chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. Now, what you'll find is that the subject is centered around one person, and his name is Jabaz. Did you get it? His name is Jabaz, and what you'll find is that he has set an extraordinary example for us. And that example is what I'm going to explore today. I'm ready. Somebody say, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready for it. It begins by saying, and Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, oh, 
that thou wouldest bless me. Indeed. And enlarge my coast. And that thine hand might be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil. That it may not grieve me. And God granted him that which he requested. Notice, if you read in the Chronicle, what we actually have is a repeated record of families. When you read in the earlier verses, you'll find that Jabez was a descendant from Judah. And if you read in from verse chapter 1, verse after verse, what you'll be hearing are the genealogies. That is, the history of families. And it is being chronicled, recorded, and proclaimed. You hear family after family after family after family, all of them listing their origin and their progression. Beginning from Adam all the way through to Abraham. In these days, many now want to know their lineage. So it's big business to find records of your heritage. Some folk are discovering that what they thought they were and who they thought they were and who they thought they came from and, and all of that, they're discovering that the facts say something different. Hmm? Am I right? Amen. To the extent that when we keep reading, it seems as though all the way through the Chronicle, it's generation after generation of families that made up the then world. And as though verse 8 stops, and suddenly, it's not about chronology in the sense of genealogy. Now, it's about a person, a single person, one man. And by the way, this is the only place in the Bible where you'll find anything about him. So he's on the stage of time. Isn't it something that you and I would come to a point in life when the spotlight is on you? Talking about you, who you are, where you came from. So it's Jabez. And the Bible says that Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. In other words, he stood out. He was more honorable. 
But wait a minute. The Bible also says that he got the name Jabez because his mother was mad. She was upset that when she gave birth to him, it was painful. And it, and it added sorrow to her. So she named him Jabez, which means sorrow and pain. Now, can you imagine going through life? Who is he? Sorrow and pain. In fact, he wouldn't have to say it, just appear. Just his presence represented a statement about him. There are people today who are living with the stigmas of statements made on them when they didn't even know about it. She named him sorrow and pain because he brought pain to her in his being birth. But wait a minute, he didn't conceive himself. And by the way, where's daddy? In all of this, this, this story about Jabez, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't see daddy. Nothing said about daddy. But it took a daddy and a mommy. Isn't it ironic that I'm dedicating a baby today? Because you see, we need to be aware of the fact that not one of us, I'd say freshly aware, that not one of us asked to come here. We are results. We are the result of. To that extent, think about this young man with a name like that. He's down through the lineage of Judah. And when you think about it, uh, he's got to live with this stigma on him. <laughs> but the spotlight's on him now. Everybody has their day. You can hide in the group all you want. Something's going to come along that will single you out. And if that doesn't happen, then you reach a point in your life where you feel like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm sick and tired of living with this stigma on me. I didn't put it on there. I don't want it on there. But that's who I am, according to my title, my name. There are a lot of people today who are going through life trying to struggle to get a stigma off them. Something they didn't do to themselves. But it was done by somebody else. Now, a parent did it to her son. He became more honorable than his brethren. Oh my. 
when God has purpose and destiny for your life, no matter what they name you, you're on your way somewhere. I know that we have it to the degree that some people have gone as far as to take their own lives because they couldn't handle it any longer. But I didn't do this to myself. No, it was done to you. that parent who does not use the sensitive wisdom to know, be careful what you say to your children, over your children, because even when they are not aware of it, once you pronounce it over them, that's what will be the stigma on their lives all the way through. God help us today. We talk about mama and baby mama and all that kind of baby dad. Oh, this is life. This is serious to the extent that whatever you do as a parent will impact that life in such a way that society will join in the chorus. So society says, oh, here come Mr. Pain and Sorrow. Oh, Jesus, here he shows up again. You know what's going to happen now, right? Because that's what he's all about. He's all about just affecting others with pain and sorrow. So he has to now live with that and remember that. And folk in society refuse to let him forget that. We know who you are. Jabaz. But the thing I just love to come back to is, but he became more honorable than his brethren. I said he became more honorable than the ones who didn't have that stigma. So then the question is, and the word honorable there means, from the Hebrew, is kabad. And kabad means this, he became more splendid. He became more glorious. He became more, watch this now, he became more wealthy than his brethren. God specializes in bringing folk from the bottom to the top. God specializes in causing people, once they become aware of him, that they don't have to live below the privilege of who they really are. And there are folk walking around with stigma on them today, and somehow we put them away. Lock them in and turn the key on them. Not knowing that they might well be there, not because of what they acted out, but because of what was put on them. Watch your words. 
Watch your behavior. The child will be affected. And then later in life, you see the effects of it. And we run to the effects, but forget what affected it. I can have an altar call right now. We know the things we say. Oh, stupid thing. Look at you. You'll never be anything. Hmm? We go through life with stigmas. But the thing that blesses me is that we don't have to, watch this now, we don't have to accept it. We don't have to accept it. No, we can take initiative against it. Point one. What will it take? The requirement. Here's the requirement. The requirement is that you have to be sick and tired of being sick and tired of being sick and tired until you develop a desire that regardless to what I'm carrying and the stamp that they put on me, I see something that I can be more of. I, I can be more than this. No matter where I came from and what they put on me, it's more to me than this. But how am I going to change this? Here's the requirement. Prayer. Uh, everything's got to be religion. No, I didn't say religion. I said prayer. Prayer can change things. There's wonderful power in prayer. For it moveth the arms that moveth the world. There's Wonderful power in prayer. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Now, wait a minute. No, we need the sociologists and the behavioral scientists and we need all these other people. If my people, we need a new government. If my people will humble themselves and pray. can change things. There is no power like it in the world. Nothing to compare with the power of prayer. Notice what the word says. It says that he was more honorable than his brethren. And we know why. Because when we think of what she named him and how he addressed the issue. Some things you have to do for yourself. He decided, I'm going to do something about this. He began pondering the way out and it stopped at the place of prayer. Prayer my people, 
changes things. Wonderful power in prayer. <laughs> you want to be your best you? Begin with prayer. Prayer is the key to the kingdom. God listens to prayer. It's more than a means of religious activity. It, wait a minute, it is a means of communication. It's when you get God's ear. Uh, God's ear. God's ear. With whom nothing is impossible. God's ear. Prayer opens up to you and I the wonderful opportunity of getting God's attention. And communicating with him about our situation. Somebody ought to thank God for the medium of prayer. E.M. Yeah. E. Bounds, the great author, put it this way. He said, the great need of the church today is not more modern or more novel methods. But men and women of prayer. Yeah. Tell me prayer don't change things. I proved it for myself. Prayer moves the arms that moves the world. There's wonderful power in prayer. Pray. Pray. The Bible says, and Jabez called on the God of Israel. Call on God. Because somebody didn't say call on God. They talked about, call on God. They didn't treat me right on that job, call on God. My husband ain't acting right, call on God. My, husband, my wife is not acting right, call on God. Everything, I need this, I need that, call on God. Somebody ought to just say, thank God for prayer. Prayer, you can't bother me when I decide to connect with God. You can't touch me when I decide that I'm going to let God render the decision on me. I'm going to communicate with God. I'm going to have fellowship with God. There's nothing like a prayer life. Anybody can pray. Hallelujah. Yeah, you can pray at your desk on your job. Hmm? Because it's not always audible. Sometimes in your mind, in your spirit. Let me say something to you real quick. Not to say everybody has to be like me. But to say that when you find that something works, recommend it. I can trace in my own life all of my successes. Not to genius, but to prayer. That's why you don't have to beg me to pray. I've got to keep praying. And then when you think about having a flock that you've got to feed every week. And if you bring mashed potatoes, and you know that old menu that looks like you don't know anything else, you bring it to the table and bring it to the table and bring it to the table. After a while, somebody's not going to eat. What's wrong with you? Open your mouth, boy. Eat that. What? Eat, eat. 
No. We, see, the wonderful thing about prayer is that God invites us to call on him. Call on me and I will hear thee. Watch this. And I will show thee great and mighty things that you know not of. Pray. Sometimes prayer is your best root of response to bad behavior than a whipping. Somebody said, well, I wish you'd have told them that long years ago. <laughs> because for many, they feel the only solution to bad behavior is a whipping. This man prayed. He called on the God of Israel. And you and I can call on that same God who can change your situation. I got a stigma on me, Pastor. I've been trying to run from it. I've been trying to get rid of it. But it's still there. It's still there. They put it on me. They put it on me. So I may as well just go on and fulfill it. And there are actions that are the result of what was put on them. So then, the requirement is prayer. He prayed. And then, now, notice not only the prayer, but notice the request. He prayed. Here it is. And he prayed to the God. He called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, here it is. Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast and that thine hand might be upon or be with me and that thou wouldest keep me from evil that it may not grieve me. His request is that God would do something for him. Is there anybody in this place today, those watching as well, that you have a situation that seems like nobody can help with? I know who can. I mean, you got a situation where you need God's intervention. Pray and be specific. I said, be specific. God, this is what I want. Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Not only bless me, but to the degree that I've shown up, no, I've been blessed. Bless me indeed. Anybody need a blessing? Because you can call on God and let him know, I need a blessing. And then to the degree that I'll know I'm sure enough blessed. Bless me indeed. And not only that, but I want you, God, in my request to, to notice this also. I, I want you to enlarge my coast. 
enlarge my coast. A little tighten here. I want to do this, I want to do that, but I can't. I've got limitations here, limitations there, boundaries here, boundaries there. But God, God, God enlarge my coast. One theologian renders it, him saying, Lord, make something great out of my life. God, take the way I am and make me what I have the potential to be. I don't care if you are stigmatized by something that somebody else did to you. You can rise above it. And you can also make your request known unto God that he will put you in a, a not a restricted place, but in a, in, in a large place. I don't know about you, but every now and then I say to God, I need a little more room. Can't type right in here. I, I need a little more room, God. I want you to help me to exist in wider borders. You know how society is. They put limitations on you and boundaries. Mm? They tell you how far you can go this way and how far you can go that way, that way, the other way. No, but they can't tell me how far I can go this way. Because as long as I stay connected with him, every locked door will open. Every boundary barrier will be broken. Every path will be opened up. Every way will be made. My God, he's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. He'll do it. He'll do it. He'll do it. Enlarge my coast. You're going to have to be longing for more. I want more space. I want more opportunity. Enlarge my borders. And then do something significant in my life through it. I want more. Yeah, but you're doing all right. No, no, no. I want more. And then I want that thy hand might be with me. Guiding me. Holding me. Supporting me. I want your hand. This is a prayer meeting right now. This is a prayer meeting. And the request is, God, I not only want you to enlarge my coast, but I want your good hand to be with me. The mighty hand of God. The hand that can push open doors that were locked. And we talk about glass ceilings. The one who can take us beyond the ceiling. And with him, there is no ceiling. You can be whatever you need to be. However you need to be. If God's hand leads you there. Here's another point in his request. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil. Mm. Now, don't let me go over there. 
I said it not long ago. In fact, I talked to somebody about it. Was, was it earlier today? Yeah. I was, someone walked right up to me. I was in line at the bank, getting ready to go in. That's when they had masks on. And a man came off the sidewalk. I thought he was going in the bank, came right up to me and said, I'm going to punch you in your face. I said, okay. He went away, came back. And said, I said I'm going to punch you in your face. I was. And he just stood there, looked at me, and he said, and you're stealing this, and you're stealing that, and you're, and you're, and you're doing this, and you're doing He went on down the line, he said, and you always got dressed up, and you're always dressed up, and, all. He said, I can't. and you start panting. I said, oh, God, if it had not been for the Lord on my, tell me. behave and all the while that he was doing that I was watching the roll his shoulder is he gonna come right left I mean if, if he jabs at me I know I gotta go on there and come over the left foot. I, I know I got As I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking and after a while the Lord said to me did you hear that? I said, what? There was a man standing behind me with a mask, his mask on. And he said, don't take it on, Bishop Lamb. God's got you. That's, that, that's all I heard. And every time the man would go back to the sidewalk, come back up again, and all the driver, taxi drivers standing around, <laughs> all right, Lamb. Uh, if Lamb would have been the old lamb. <laughs> Things would have got worse. But I thank God he'll put his hand on you and hold you in check. And not only will he do that, he'll stop you from being engulfed in evil. Because when it's all said and done, if he hit me and I hit him, it's just two hits. No. I can tell you what the headline will say. <laughs> but I thank God. I said, I thank God that he has a way of keeping me and keeping you from being evil. Because when evil responds to evil, you got a whole lot of evil going on. Thank God. Somebody, somebody ought to just praise God right now. Y'all looking at me so funny. You ought to praise God right now that you have a testimony 
about the almost. I said the almost. Uh, almost. Don't brag about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. God kept you. When you would have gone crazy, he kept you. And you and I have to understand that there are times when we don't have the answers in ourselves. Our requests must be made unto God. He says, not only keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me so that I don't end up feeling worse than I'm. I'm feeling because I reacted wrong. Somebody needs to say something to me. What do you want me to do then? I'm going to tell you what to do. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity. I'm writing out the prescription for you right now. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither, watch this, as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. So thou shalt thou, what this now, dwell in the land. This is the way I want you to live in the land. And verily thou shalt be fed. He's going to take care of you. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord. Trust also in him. Stop trying to get back at people, being vindictive. No, trust in the Lord. Let him handle it for you. And he will bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. He's going to let you come out on top instead of you let, letting you become vulnerable to enemy attack. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself, emphasis. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way. Stop basing your success on somebody else's evaluation or determination of what success is all about. Don't let other people Regulate your life. They may try to take it. They may try to adjust it. They may try also to abuse it. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him that prospereth. Stop envying other people. Stop trying to base your life on what they have as success or prosperity. God may have more than that for you. Watch this. 
because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Watch this now. The devil will use people to bring to pass some things that you should just pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself. Third time. Fret not thyself. Calm down. Be quiet. Don't get upset. Let them wear themselves out. So then, you see, what we have to understand is that the God we serve, say the God we serve. You, are you, wait, wait, go and give you a few minutes so you can come out of shock. Okay, say, 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 the God we serve, God we serve is, able is able to do, to do exceeding, exceeding abundantly, abundantly above, above all that I can ask or think what you worry about. Don't let the devil ride in your car. If you do, he's going to want to take over and drive. Jabaz, you're helping us this morning. Jabaz was a young man that walked in society always on the edge of possibly not only grieving others, but end up grieving himself. The grieving comes when you know that you've done what you didn't have to do or you could have done otherwise. Keep us from evil. Evil is ever-present. Wherever we go, it's there. It's glaring at us. And, and it says, come on, come on now. Come on now. Don't let them take advantage of you like the God. No, wait. You and I have to understand that if we're going to be honorable, then we have to draw the line somewhere. And you have to be prepared to take something. Anybody willing to take of you? Anybody willing to be talked about? Anybody willing to be pushed around? Anybody but knowing that God's got you, God's got you, God's got you, so you don't have to fight on their terms. Anybody who said, in spite of what the devil does, I will not let it grieve me. Oh, God. The reward. The requirement, the request, the reward. Here's the reward. Read the last portion of verse 10. And God granted him that which he requested. God granted him that which he requested. Thank you, Jesus. 
Somebody needs to say to me, he answers. And not only does he answer, he answers with more than I ask for. The God I serve is the God of more. Don't you want some more? Uh, the God I serve and the God you serve is able to give us more. So that we don't have to resort to badness or rye. In the Hebrew, is that God is able to make us more than conquerors. Oh yeah, a walk away may look like a loss. But when you walk away intact, that's a win. Leave it alone. Don't let the devil push you to that degree. But rather go to kabad in Hebrew. It simply means become noble. Rise above it. Stand in new splendor. Move into a lofty place so you can look down on it. Don't let the devil make you act out of order. Nothing's worse than living with the regret of saying something that you should have kept for yourself. But wait a minute, what you want me to do? I'm going through life, I got a stigma on me. When folks see me, the first thing they say, here comes sorrow. And here comes pain. Nothing positive. All negative stuff about you. And you say, that's not me. That's not me. No, but what you and I have to be is wise as serpents but harmless as doves. If we live like that, then my brethren, we would not need to have jails or prisons. But the fact is that none of us, none of us, none of us, none of us want to suffer Anything, particularly when we don't think we deserve it. But what the devil don't know is that God gets his greatest glory out of the way we suffer through. May look like we're losers, but we're winners. May look like we have been abandoned, but no, we're in company in a broad place where God has opened up ways for you and I so we don't have to live like that. That's why I say I want some more. I want more than that so that I might live honorably. I want more. You're going to have to help me now. Say with me, I want more. I'm going to list a few things here. I want more strength. I want more anointing. I want more unction. I want more abundant favor. I want more abundance. I want more honor. I want more. I want more. I want more glory. I want more. I want more. Don't you want more? 
more opportunities. More experiences so that I might see the mighty hand of God in the midst of situations. I want more. Sometimes we become satisfied too quick. We don't want to put forth that next effort to get that extra measure. I want more. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to help somebody today. I want more. I want more. I don't know. I, I want more peace so I can rest at night. I, I want more health so I can be youthful and vigorous. I want more of the will of God accomplished in my life. Everything. I want everything that God has ordained for my life. I know I missed it. I know I've fallen short. I know that times I responded wrong. But today I want you to know, God, I want more. I want more. I want more so I can act like you want me to act and be like you want me to be and say what you want me to say. God, I want some more. I can't do it without your help. And the thing about it is that God wants to give it. So wherever you are right now, God wants to give you more. I want you to just pause a moment and just think with me of a particular situation. See, we come, we're so in routine. In fact, just say this with me. The days... Of routine, of routine behavior, behavior are, over. are over. We are so concerned about being like everybody else that we have missed the blessing of being different. Everything has to go our way, but wait a minute, but there comes a time like this, when we look and see what happened for Jabez. And by the way, that's it. That's all you have about Jabez in this book. There's no record that his name was ever changed. His name was never changed, but his life was. His life was changed to the point that he can face anything. And he slips right off the pages. We hear nothing else about him. You know why? Because an example doesn't have to stay around. An example just has to appear. And when you get it, You move on. He's given an example here today that a lot of stuff that we've been going through is because there was a stigma on us. It's amazing. Could you care nothing more about his mama? She the one did this. But you're hearing nothing about mama.
And maybe there's some mamas here today that need to say, you know what, I shouldn't have done that. I, should, I, 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 I shouldn't have done that. I, 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 I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I, I. It says something about the influence of a mother. Not only to carry a child and to give birth to a child, but wait a minute, but to put a stamp on a child. So that sarcasm and criticism and even ostracism is the life that child has to live. Somebody needs to ask God's forgiveness. Somebody needs to say, God, I'm sorry that I did it. I can tell you personally, when, when, when people tell you what you'll never be, you can hear that so much until after a while you'll be the nothing. People can so affect your thinking by what they say until you regulate your life by what they say. You need to be delivered today. It's a deliverance service. It's a deliverance to say, I don't care what they called me, how they treated me. I can pray my way through this. And God will hear me. And he's going to make me. Come on now. He's going to make me more honorable. Than all around me. And folk will wonder. Get off my bike, you're going to break the stand. Get off. But make me get off. Sometimes you look back and you see the things that you did. By the way, I just believe God's speaking to people today. You don't have to live with that stigma any longer. Abuse in this and abuse in that and abuse in the other. You don't have to live with that anymore. You can pray your way through. And God will hear your prayer. Because he delights in setting people free. And what you need to do is just say, yeah, that happened to me. This happened to me. Well, wait a minute. But God said, if you just pray, I can change things for you. Don't bother me. Get off my bike, please. Make me get off. That's all we need. Make me get off. Okay. I went and picked me up with a little bit of help from somebody. I saw a little piece of help. There was a little piece there. Just, it would have stayed there had I not gone and picked it up. But I picked it up and I came back with it. I said, I told you to get up now. So I had to, the help did it. The help did it. Next thing I know, I'm in the midst of, 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 of scuffling on Angle Street. But in that very moment when I did that, a man came and grabbed me in the back of my shirt and pulled me up and said, what are you going to do? Waste your life fighting in the street? 
God has purpose and destiny for your life. And I'll tell you about it. If you meet me, I'm staying in that house right there. Come and see me tomorrow. I'm going to show you that God has purpose for your life. I know what I'm talking about. Because that's what I experienced. Everybody's got something they're struggling with. It may not have been bad temper, impulsive behavior. It may be just the word somebody said over you that you need to get off you now. And say, God, I'm ready. I'm ready to live my best life. I'm ready to move on to the next level. I'm ready to go into the place, God, that you ordained for me. It's been a long time coming, but I'm ready today. Somebody needs to say, I'm not living in that stigma anymore. Thanks for joining us for this broadcast. We are so excited to have you here at First Church of God. We are making ready a people for the increase of the kingdom of God influencing a generation for Christ and impacting a nation through the Holy Spirit. If you would like prayer or if you have a comment, call our prayer line. In Bermuda, call 441-296-3264. In the U.S., call 855-254-8464. This is a time when people from all walks of life support the mission and vision of this ministry. The Bible says that giving is a way that we worship God, demonstrate our trust in Him, and live by faith. Generosity has little to do with how much you have. It has everything to do with the attitude of your heart and your faithful obedience to God. Many of you support and fund the vision of this ministry regularly. Thank you for standing strong with us. But if you're not giving, we invite you to come on board with us today so that we can reach people with the gospel at a new level. Today is a great day to get started. You can use the QR code to give on our website or simply go to fcogchapel.org and click the donate button. We pray that God will bless what's about to be given and that he would use it in a big way. Thank you.